Hey, hey, sisters. Welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today I am bringing in a friend from uh, what seems like a lifetime ago. Kiana White is here with us, and Kiana is actually one of those really special people in my life because long before I ever knew it, she was one of those people that was planting seeds that led to me one day stepping into this full-fledged relationship with the Lord. So we talk a little bit about that. Kiana shares some testimony from her own life, but the meat and potatoes of this two-part episode series is actually about the Sabbath. Kiana shares about when the Sabbath is, what the Sabbath looks like, how to honor the Sabbath, and so much more. So get your notebooks, get your Bibles, get ready, open your hearts, because you might end up leaving this two-part episode series a little convicted just like I was. And once we wrap with today, do not miss tomorrow's episode as we finish up this conversation. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. All right, we are back today with Kiana White. She is a child of God, a military wife, a lover of all things wellness. She loves to work out, cook healthy food, see the world, and share the light of Christ with people that she meets. Kiana, thank you so much for being here with us today. I know uh, you and I met, what, I guess now over a decade ago. Yeah. Um, we were both stationed in England. We worked at the bank together. And so um, we've stayed connected all of these years. I know you're you're still doing the military wife life, um, mm. which is huge. Thank you so much for your service as well. <laughs> is there anything that you want to add to that bio? No, it's a pretty good summation of who I am. Um, and really nothing's changed too much in my kind of cadence of how I live my life. It's still um, pretty much the same now as it was back then. So yeah. Awesome. Well, I know, and I'm just going to get into this right away that like Kiana is somebody, when I think of, I think of faith and I think of health, like moving your body. And so we'll, we'll talk about that (laughs) a little bit more later, but in terms of the faith aspect, 
I remember Kiana always posting scripture on her Facebook and she said to me today, she still does. And it has been such like a beacon of hope and a beacon of light in my life. Because I remember like when I was experiencing one of the most difficult times in my life, that just seeing the scripture that she posted on Facebook every day and her, her faithfulness towards like, even just that, that act of doing it has been, um, it was such a good thing for me in that season because I'm like, she was one of the friends that I looked at and I'm like, what does she have that I don't? And because she posted that scripture every day, it was Jesus. Like she has mm. Jesus. I need Jesus. And that's what, like, one of the things that really set me off. There was a couple other friends that had very similar habits. And so I know people are like, oh, Christians shouldn't be on Facebook. I've heard this said before, you know, mm. but I'm like, no, like I will stand by that every single day that like, by, by using this technological tool, um, for good, like, Mm -hmm. and, and going out and sharing scripture, like that's one of the things that really brought me into relationship with the Lord. And so thank you for doing that. Um, I think that's so incredible. It's just, that blows my mind because it's just something happened when we were in England, something happened. It was probably 2009 ish. Um, and something said just post scripture in the morning. And at that time I was so far ahead in time zone to everyone back home, you know, they would wake up to my scripture because I was seven hours ahead of everybody back home in Idaho. And, uh, yeah, it just became a habit. And I it's, so it's been since 2008, was that 15 years almost I've been doing that consistently every single morning. And now with the, the Instagram stories, now I post a a photo of my daily scripture on my Instagram stories. So now I have it going in two places, which is a blessing to have that additional outlet. Yes. I love it. I think it's an, it's an amazing thing. And to develop that kind of habit is so incredible. And man, there's just so much I want to talk about today, but first let's, let's go back like to the beginning. Um, have you always been a believer? Like what has your life looked like throughout your like faith walk and faith journey, I guess. Yeah. Um, I have, so I was raised as a Christian. I was raised non-denominationally. Um, we went through kind of seasons in my childhood where we'd go to church very regularly. And then other times where we kind of would be, be off and not going as consistently, but the, the concept of Christ and God and faith has always been a part of my life. And I obviously thank my mom for that because that's all her. Uh, I don't remember a time in my life where, you know, we didn't talk about the fact that God is who he is and, you know, Christ is who he is. And um, I realize in hindsight, you know, and the growth that I've had in my Christian experience just knowing who Christ is generally has primed me for all of the growth that's happened in my life and um, the different revelations I've come to, you know, about what I've learned about God's law and his character and all these different things. Like it's just, I was interested in it because I already knew him and I just wanted to know more. Like I just, once I started to learn, my soul just was hungry for it because I was already primed for it. Um, But, you know, I'm like a normal, a normal, I think, Christian that grows up in the church and had a lot of seasons where I was doing whatever I wanted to do. And, um, the interesting thing is even during those times where I was still, I was doing whatever I wanted to do. I was in the club and drinking and sleeping around and doing, you know, like weak drugs, like marijuana, like, you know, I was doing all sorts of things. And, but during that time I was still going to church. Like I would go to church 
drunk still from the night before. I just found myself constantly at church. Um, so, you know, even though I had these moments where I was kind of just like doing whatever, and I think I was looking at grace as kind of like this open bar tab where I can just do whatever I want to do. And then I can just tap into my grace bucket and, you know, I could ask for forgiveness, but kind of not because I was living very presumptuously that I could ask for forgiveness, but still continue to do what I was doing and, mm. and have no change in my Christian life. So, um, but God is, you know, he's so faithful. It's interesting to look back and see all of the times where I was just like, clearly what he wanted for me was nothing that I was doing. And yet I'm still protected and never went to jail never got pregnant, never got, you know, in a fight. Like there's just so many things that he saved me from because he sees the end from the beginning and saw what was going to happen, you know, in the long run with my life. And I'm just so thankful for, for that to him. Wow. Yes. And amen. I love that. I was actually just thinking about a similar, a similar thing just a couple of days ago. And I was like, man, thank God for the way that he had his hand over my life when I was doing a lot of really immature and stupid things and like mm-hmm. guys that I dated. And <laughs> like, I was thinking about this the other day, I dated like a Satanist, like, Mm. and and I was totally okay with it and like I was raised in the church but like partially like we went to church but none of our like home and family dynamics really changed so it was like it was the act of going to church but not like the true like heart and life transformation so it was a very confusing time for me but I did know at that time like John 3 16 you know and and so there was some foundational stuff that was laid but then my my teenage years and early adulthood was like what is even happening here. You know, I look back now, but I'm so, so grateful for God's handover. And I love the way that you just said he sees because he sees the end from the beginning. And yeah, and I love that. So, Mm. um, what happened next? Like what, what would you say happened that drew you out of like, maybe that season that brought you into like 2008 and posting scripture every day? Yeah. Uh, meeting, meeting my husband, actually, I met my husband of all places in a nightclub in Boise, Idaho, where I was from, he was stationed in mountain home, his first duty station. So we're both young, you know, 22 years old and we met in the nightclub. And I think for him, he was raised as a very, a, a much more strict Christian. So he had found this newfound freedom and he wasn't living at home anymore. And he was a young airman. And, you know, of course, go to the club. That's what you do. You meet girls at the club. So he found himself there. Me, I was already living there. Like the bartenders knew my name and I knew everybody in the place, you know, so we were so different, but here we found ourselves there at the same time and we connected and, um, you know, very quickly. And I think it's because he knew like he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. Like he, he knew, and he had this conviction, like I'm doing this because this is where you meet girls, but this is not the right thing to do, you know? And so very quickly in our, um, dating relationship, you know, we, we started talking about, about faith and Christianity and different things. And he was so different. He made me want to like, wait to sleep with him. He wanted, like, I I wanted to wait to sleep with him. There was something different about him Mm -hmm. that I had never found in another person. And I think, the Lord, I don't think me as meeting in the club necessarily was God's plan. A, I think clearly that's, you know, out of his, <laughs> out of his design, but God works all things for good. I truly believe that because, you know, I was at a moment where I was just kind of tired of that scene. 
it's just the same thing every night. Mm -hmm. Like you see the same mm -hmm. people, you dance the mm -hmm. same way, you drink the same drinks and you feel like crap the next day all the time, <laughs> you know? Right. So, um, we kind of just said, you know what? we don't want to do this anymore. Like we're not really into it. Cause we kind of still went to the club with our friends and stuff, like in the first few months of us dating, but pretty quickly, we just stopped doing that. Um, and because he, he was sharing his faith so intentionally and I was a Christian, but clearly I wasn't a serious Christian in my lifestyle. Um, but something about the way that he was, I mean, who does that with, a girl that you meet at the club, like you've only been dating for a little bit and you're like, let's talk about God, you know? And it's just, it was really interesting. Um, and he was a different faith than I was. I was raised, um, just a non-denominational, you know, Christian. And he was a Sabbath keeper, which I had never heard of in my life. I was like, what do you, what, what is this? I, I just, I had no clue what it, what it was. And so I started, to learn. And I, that's, that is when I truly got into my Bible and started studying it and reading it and stuff that I had no idea was laying dormant in this book that I'd been had access to my whole life was in there. And it was just like crazy. <laughs> right. I love this. Cause this is, this is the topic of the episode <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that we, that we're like, yeah, I want to talk about this because this is just, Last year, my husband and I, well, I think it was really me. <laughs> I decided we're keeping the Sabbath. And, um, and so I, I started doing like, he was at work late at night and I started doing like all of this prep work of like, how mm -hmm. can I make this day, like a day of rest for our family. And so being like, you know, the homemaker and the one who would do a lot of that stuff normally, I, I felt like it was in my place to to create that, like in my, in my ability even to, to create that. And, um, and so we talked about it a lot, right. It wasn't just mm -hmm. like, we're doing this, but <laughs> it was January of last year. So it's been just over a year that we have been trying to purposefully and intentionally keep the Sabbath. And mm. it's looked like all different kinds of things. And we've been leaning into all different kinds of podcasts and all different kinds of like, just reading scripture about it and all over the place. And like, okay, what is the Sabbath? What does it look like to keep and honor the Sabbath? And, and so much more. And so I love that you pointed out, like, you never heard of this, but then you're Maybe. like, you get into your Bible and you're like, wow, it's all over in here. And I think really yeah. it is. I love this podcast that I listened to. I think it was Jefferson Bethke. And he had said, you know, it's, it's one of the 10 commandments and yes. people are like, oh, it, it's so religious of you or something like that <laughs> to keep the Sabbath. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, thou shall not murder. Oh, you're so <laughs> legalistic for not murdering, <laughs> you know, yeah. or like whatever, yeah. like none of the other 10 commandments do people say that to, nope. but always the Sabbath they do, but really it's not, it's not just the 10 commandments. It truly is like all throughout scripture. So if you have any ones that are like very pivotal or stood out to you, like any scripture verses, like I would love if you would share those with us, just points of scripture that that point us to like the importance of the Sabbath. But then I yeah. also want to know, like maybe a little more of this journey or like, what does it look like for you? What did that journey look like for you of like honoring the Sabbath and like coming to that place of like, I don't know, what do you do? Cease from work and prioritize rest and whatever else. Yeah. Tell me all the things. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I think I'm going to hit the second part of your question first. Um, 
you know, when we first started talking about the Sabbath, it was very difficult for me because the Sabbath is Saturday. It is not Sunday. It is Saturday. And we can get into that a little bit more. Um, so we've gotten to this topic of, okay, so now like, I can't like go to birthday parties and I can't, it was a list of, which I think is an automatic feeling that we have when you have to change something. It's the list of, I can'ts all of a sudden it's like, I can't do all these things. And so it was a very difficult change. Um, and I, you know, my husband praise, you know, I'm just so thankful for for him. And this is really when he was way, way more immature than he is right now. And so I think it was truly the hand of God, but he was very patient in the process. Um, because it is a change. I'm the only one at this point in my family who's like, Hey, maybe I'm not supposed to be going to church on Sunday. Maybe it's supposed to be Saturday. Here I am. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this alone because this is what my Bible's telling me to do. Um, and I'm learning and I'm, I'm listening to different Bible studies and and I'm comparing it to what I'm reading in scripture and I'm just trying to figure out what this all means. So it was, it was a change. And I think it was the hardest because I, w- I was alone in the sense of like everybody that I knew prior to my husband wasn't making these changes. I was making these changes. And, um, you know, I think rightly so they kind of looked at him like, what are you doing to our person? Like, why are you telling her she can't do all these things? You know, and it clearly wasn't him. It was him introducing this topic that I was never aware of before. And then the Lord just working it out in my life and changing things around. And, um, so the journey was, was very interesting, but I think, you know, just generally speaking, the Sabbath is like you said, found in the 10 commandments. And I do find it interesting that the one that we seem to want to throw off to the wind is the only commandment that says, remember to start it. It literally says, remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Um, and it's almost like, Hmm, I think God knows the end from the beginning. Right. So it's almost like he knew we'd forget. (laughs) So he put remember to start the, start the commandment. And what I find interesting about that commandment is number one, it's the longest of all of the commandments. It's extremely detailed. And one thing I've learned about God's character is he is, God is very precise and specific about things that he does. Like even look at how they constructed the sanctuary in the, in the camp, right? Like he told them what wood to use, like what all these things, he's very precise. God is not God doesn't just do things randomly or just because, or like, eh, I feel like doing this today. God has a purpose for everything that he does. So when you look at the detail in the scripture, it tells you who he is. It's almost like the, the presidential seal, right? It tells you what his jurisdiction is, which is the United States tells you what his title is, which is the same thing. The Sabbath does God the creator. And it tells you what his jurisdiction is, which is everything that's been created from sea to atmosphere. It tells you exactly what he's in charge of. Um, so, you know, it's unfortunate, I think. Um, and there's a lot of historical context as to why we now observe Sunday versus Saturday. Um, but the original Sabbath was not just given to the Jews. Like they observed the Sabbath at creation. Like it was literally the next thing that happened after creation. Adam and Eve were the first people to observe the Sabbath and to keep it holy with God to commemorate his creation, um, which is such a beautiful thing. I think that honestly, if the world kept the Sabbath, we probably have 
way less problems. <laughs> we'd be recognizing God for who he is. And we'd have a day where we just spend time with each other and spend time with him. Like what a world that would look like. And I, I can't help but think that there we'll observe the Sabbath in heaven. Why would we not? Like he gave it in the garden when things were perfect. It was clearly his original intention. So it's just, it's a beautiful scripture and it's in the midst of all the others right in the middle of the 10 commandments, you know, and if you look at the 10 commandments broken apart, the first four have to do with your relationship with God. The second half, the last six have to do with our relationship with each other. They're all equally important, but those first four have everything to do with how we interact with God. And the Sabbath is right in the middle of it. Right. Man. I love that. I love that you had pointed out, um, like even from creation, like Adam and Eve, the first thing. Well, there you have it, sisters, part one of this two-part episode series with Kiana White talking all about the Sabbath. So we will see you tomorrow as we continue to dive into this topic, learning more about the Sabbath, what it looks like, what it looks like to honor it, when it is, so on and so forth. And if you want to join this conversation, do not hesitate to jump into the intentional Mom Life of Jesus community as we continue talking about the Sabbath.